An entitled Karen gets up in my face and screams at me to sit down at a concert, but I simply wasn't going to take it, so I snapped back at her just as hard and told her to shut up and mind her own business, and I've never been more nervous in my life. Here's what happened. So earlier this month, a friend who I will call Danger, that's obviously not their real name, texted me last minute saying he had two extra tickets for a Rick Springfield concert that night. When I say last minute, I mean he texted me at 6 and the show started at 8 o'clock and I live a little under an hour away from the venue but I had nothing to do so off my mom and I went skip forward to the show itself I'm vibing, having a good time just enjoying some live music on a night I didn't expect to but in between songs this couple behind me is constantly yelling and not the kind of yelling you expect at a concert saying stuff like sit down, down in front stuff along those lines most of the yelling came from our main antagonist, the entitled Karen of this story. Both of these two were sitting down, which I get it. You're at a show where you have seats, so you are obviously taking advantage of that. But yelling at others to sit down because you can't see? Whatever. I'm just going to enjoy the music. Then it actually happened. This entitled Karen actually poked me. I assumed that one of the people behind me just bumped into me. So at first, I just ignored it. But then I felt another poke. And that one was harder and obviously intentional. Seeing as it was right in the middle of my back, I turn and I'm face to face with this entitled Karen. Could you sit down? She demands as she points at my chair. Now, me being the nice person that I try to be, I happily oblige. I know what it's like not being able to see at shows. I mean, I could barely see Springfield on stage at the moment too. Plus, there were two giant screens projecting the show for people to see. So I could just watch those. Well, this wasn't good enough. This entire Titled Karen then screams, sit down. This went on during the breaks between four more songs. My mom kept noticing my building frustration and tried to calm me down. I texted Danger about this to relieve some stress and see what he would say. He was in a different section than me because he was planning to get a meet and greet. But I honestly couldn't take it. I just wanted to have a good time and it was being ruined by this entitled Karen. This entitled Karen then shouted one more time, you need to sit down and at that point, I was tired of being talked to like this, and I snapped at this lady in a way that I honestly never expected. I whipped my head around and I said, oh my god, will you shut up? We're trying to listen to the music. She screamed back at me by saying, well, I can't see. But I said, neither can I, lady. I can't see when I'm standing or sitting. There's a screen there and there. You can watch those. You can stand up, or you can sit down and just enjoy it. We are here to listen to music and have a good time. Stop complaining and just relax, you Karen. This entitled Karen then just grumbled and said, whatever, and my name's not Karen. I eventually stood right back up and went back to having a good time, and there was no more yelling from behind. My heart was racing for a while after that. The thing you gotta know about me is I have really bad anxiety. So bad that my clinical diagnosis is agoraphobia. I have gotten a lot better, and music is something that has helped me with that. But never in my wildest dreams would I think I would snap at a Karen like this, especially without at least a shot of alcohol in my system. But I was sober, so that was intense for me. But here is where things get really interesting. A few songs later, I feel a gentle squeeze on my shoulder. Internally, I'm thinking, oh boy, here we go again. And I turn around to see this entitled Karen. She looks at me and says, I love the way you move. She's giggling at this point, referring to me bouncing to the music. I 
look at her and I say, thank you? Replying obviously very confused. Sorry about before. It's just so hard to see. Like that guy up there is like seven feet tall. She said that referring to a man built like a tree a few rows up. I look at her and I say, oh, it's okay. I get it. I'm only five foot, so I can never see as well. We're just here to vibe and have fun. She then asked me and says, what the heck is a Karen anyways? Her question made me giggle nervously, prompting her to comment, oh, I love your giggle. That's so adorable. For the rest of the night, all was well. I had a blast. The Karen was wasn't a Karen anymore. She would keep making little comments and apologizing as time went on. When Rick Springfield came into the crowd for one song, she kept nudging me and exclaiming, go up there. When it came time for the song Jesse's Girl at the end, she gave me a pat on the shoulder and said, I'm going to go up front. And I didn't see her again. Overall, it was a very interesting experience, but dear God, I don't ever want to have that experience of snapping at a Karen again. My stress levels were through the roof for days. As a Side note, at the end of the night, Danger finally responded to my text message about the entitled Karen poking me in the back. His response, dude, absolutely destroy her. He has gotten very protective of me since he started calling me his little sister. So while I find that funny, I'm not at all surprised that's how he responded. What a weird situation. It's pretty obvious to me that she clearly had one too many drinks and suddenly she became super, super giggly all of a sudden, complimenting the person that was very clearly blocking their view. Overall, I think it kind of worked out in the end and I'm right there with the original poster. I definitely don't like conflict in this way, but sometimes people push it way too far. And this entitled Karen definitely did just that. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My horrible cousin, who has been abusive towards me for several years, asked me out of nowhere in front of the entire family if I would be her maid of honor. But after all that I've endured for almost a decade of dealing with her, I turned this moment against her and I turned her down by saying no, saying that I would rather be just about anywhere than watching two two clowns get married. And as a result, she's never going to talk to me again and I couldn't be happier. Here's what happened. So I have a cousin with whom I had a remarkably close relationship to the point that we were like sisters. That all changed when she was responsible for incidents that to this day made me reconsider our cousin-sister relationship. In 2012 when I was 16 years old, she gave me a strong relaxer that caused me to cut off 14 inches of my hair. For context, I I used to relax my hair, and it was always soft or regular since I have fine hair. Her reasons? Because she started dating my ex, and he would not stop talking about my hair or my natural beauty. She stole friends from me and possible boyfriends from me. She turned family members against me, would rub in my face that she was my grandmother's favorite, and made fun of me for going back to my curly hair, all while mocking me for losing my older brother and sleep with my ex while in the process of moving together. She even made a post on Facebook mocking me for giving birth to my now passed away baby while seven months pregnant. She also left threatening notes and a voodoo doll on my car. If you haven't caught on, she's not a very good person. I can keep going, but I don't want to make this any longer by explaining how messed up she is. At one point I tried to get a restraining order on her, but the police thought I did not have enough evidence. I had texts of her admitting to doing it, but it was not enough. Or as one police 
officer told me it could be faked. So I blocked her from all my social media and blocked her number. And the only times I would only see her were at family gatherings. But I would avoid her since I did not want her situation in my life. Or I would avoid her to not have my mental health triggered by her. So in June, she got engaged to my ex. And I found out from my family members. For context, I found them together. And instead of screaming and crying, I laughed and told them to enjoy my sloppy seconds. So my aunt was celebrating her anniversary with a barbecue, meaning I would see her. I went and I was having an enjoyable time. But when at the table, one of my aunts asked her how the wedding planning was going and she could not help but brag that it was good. And now she had an announcement and she looked at me with a devilish smile. She asked me in front of everyone if I wanted to be her maid of honor since thanks to me, they both met up. I was cold and I told her no. And when I said that, she whined about it and said, why not? And all I gave her was a look. And she actually said that it's time for me to put effort into fixing our sister cousin relationship. I just laughed when she said that and told her that by the time she is having her wedding, I would be in college finals. And after that, a month long trip for my anniversary. And that would be better than seeing two clowns getting married. Plus, I told her the reasons I said no. She then started crying and yelled that if I do not do this, that I'm not invited to the wedding. But I just looked at her and I coldly said, fine by me. And I walked away, leaving her with a surprised Pikachu face. I have not spoken to her since that day, but all my family members support me since they all saw how much of a horrible person she has been over the years. Good for the original poster for sticking up for themselves. There's nothing worse than having a family member who not only took advantage of you multiple times, but also mocked, ridiculed, and humiliated you multiple times, getting exactly what they deserve. And this lady definitely fits the bill. She is toxic, she was abusive towards you when you were teenagers, and she's clearly trying to manipulate you just as one last rub of salt in the wound. That yes, she's getting with your ex-boyfriend, and they're getting married. I mean, you would have been nuts to say yes to being her maid of honor. And let's talk about that cousin-sister relationship real quick. I think it's comical how she's leaving it on the original poster to try and fix that situation when in reality she's the one that did this to this relationship in the first place. It's honestly so toxic and I really would not be surprised if this cousin is actually some kind of narcissist because all the things that's being described definitely points to that being it. So hopefully the original poster is doing good with this decision and they know that they made the right decision because their cousin is crazy and if I was in their shoes I absolutely would have done the exact same thing. My job is super toxic and it has managers who don't help out around the restaurant and they all basically just bark orders and sit on their butts and do nothing all day and things are not getting better and I don't know whether I should quit or not or if I should just get into something else and I don't know what to do. Okay, so I've been serving for a while. I took a break for a couple of years and now I'm back to it. I've been doing okay making great money and had tons of tables compliment me. Had one find my manager and let her know I provided the best service that they've received in years. So like, yeah, I must be doing pretty good, right? My issue lies with management, mostly the shift leads. They're incredibly gossipy and very rude. I don't particularly care about the gossip and I let them do whatever they want. Management doesn't do a lot at our restaurant. They don't run food unless there's some kind of allergy stipulation. And if asked to do something to help, they often roll their eyes. So I just avoid asking them unless absolutely necessary. One night, the bar was behind and my appetizer came out before my drink. I asked the shift lead near the 
bar if there was anything that could be done about this as we normally comp drinks or apps if this happens. She told me that the bar's behind and to just deal with it, essentially telling me to go pound some sand. Later, when I got a second, as the entire night was nuts, I asked the manager if there was anything we could do before their bill came. She said unfortunately no because it had been too long so she couldn't look up the drink times. She then asked me why I never asked them sooner and I said actually I did but was told that the bar was behind and to just deal with it. She asked who told me this and I reluctantly told her the name of the shift lead. I overheard from others later that she was mad because I almost got her in trouble. The next day I was unpacking all new shipments as I was opening on a day we receive orders. Then I had to reset the entire dining side of the restaurant in 15 minutes after the fact. I was taking a longer while than expected and so a different shift lead who was on her laptop all morning came next to me, started clapping and started saying, chop chop hurry up. I'm not sure if I took it personally but I find it incredibly rude considering she was just sitting in the booth while I was struggling and maybe this is just the culture of management to not really do much of anything. After this, my shifts were cut and it's really hard not to take this personally. We've received poor reviews on Google for individuals sitting close to the kitchen stating that they are hearing people say that's not my job, especially from managers when they are asked to run the food. So the customers definitely are in the know and they hear what's going on. So I'm at a point where I'm wondering, do I leave and go elsewhere or do I tough it out and hope that it gets better? Because right now I honestly don't know what to do. What a terrible work environment. You have management basically barking orders at you and clapping their hands telling you to chop chop hurry up, but they're the last people involved when it comes to rolling up their sleeves and getting the job done. And that to me is incredibly inappropriate. And it's not fair. I'm also really hesitant to say that this will ever get any better. If I was in your shoes, leaving this job and looking for something else most definitely would probably be something I would consider. Because these people are just super toxic. Like that lady literally watched you as you're trying to set the restaurant up and instead of helping, she just rolled her eyes and acted like a lazy bum. And what's worse, the restaurant gossip and pettiness is just going to get worse and worse over time. Management clearly isn't facing any repercussions and it doesn't seem like they're going to receive any kind of reprimand anytime soon. So looking for something else probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Otherwise, you're still going to get treated like garbage by people who clearly undervalue your time and effort to try and make this restaurant run in an orderly manner. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. 
Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today, I messed up by dressing casually for work, only for one of my colleagues to mistake me as one of my clients, causing her to treat me terribly and tell me to get out of the back office that I was trying to go into just to do my job. And it was honestly incredibly humiliating. Here's what happened. So I work with marginalized people with complex needs, and my specific role relates to having lived experience of homelessness, addiction, and complex trauma. There are a lot of different elements to it that I won't get into because they aren't relevant, but I do some work at a service for rough sleepers, which is where I was today. Most of my colleagues dress very casually for work. I try quite hard to be presentable because I guess I'm a bit worried about being judged for my background, even though that's literally why they employed me. It's also my first time in this type of job. However, right now in England, it is absolutely freezing and I had to layer up, which meant I wasn't looking very officey, if you will. I was still clean and I don't think I was that scruffy or anything like that. My clothes were just a bit mismatched and too big for me. At the place I was working, there's a drop-in area for the clients and an office area which is staff only. I mainly chill in the client area since they're the people I'm there to work with and only really go in the office area when I need to talk to a colleague or need to sit at a computer or something like that. This week, a member of staff I hadn't met before had come back from maternity leave and was in the office. I went to the office to introduce myself. I opened the door and popped my head around without even looking up. She just went, no. And I was like, okay. And I just backed up. I figured she was on a sensitive phone call or something like that. It was still rude, but you know, whatever. As a side note, her tone of voice really vividly reminded me of how people sometimes talk to me when I was homeless. I remember once trying to get a woman's attention as she was walking past me and she had just that type of voice. She would rudely say no and would just keep walking because I guess she thought I was begging. I was actually trying to tell her that her dress was tucked into her tights. Anyways, I just got on with things for a bit until I actually had to go into the office. I started walking in and she jumped out of her chair and was like, no, you cannot come in here and literally started shooing me out the door with her hands. I kind of just allowed myself to be shooed, which probably speaks volume about my self-esteem, but the service manager, who I know pretty well, had arrived in the meantime and was also in the office. 
this. She looked at me like, what on earth are you doing shooing this guy away? He works here. At this point, the rude colleague obviously backs down, but explains that because of my presentation and manner, she assumed I was a client. And when she said that, I was like, oh, okay. So you're cool with shooing away clients. Fantastic. Why do you work here again? She then barely apologized to me. And I just said, okay, and told the service manager I was going to finish up my paperwork from home. I went home and I honestly had a little cry since apparently the only thing separating me, the professional, from me as a homeless junkie once upon a time is a poorly fitting hoodie and a dorky hat. Not a good day for my self-esteem overall, to be completely honest. Now, I've dealt with the self-pity aspect and I'm mainly just upset that this is how she thinks she should treat her clients. The service manager has emailed me about making a complaint, which to be honest, I probably will, even though it's the last thing I want to deal with. That is honestly disgusting. The fact that that lady works there and would possibly treat a client like that just to shoo them out the door and treat them like some kind of burden is enough evidence to prove that she really should not work there. Like she is definitely there for the wrong reasons and needs to find a better line of work. This is up there with like a teacher who absolutely hates kids but decided, you know what, I'm going to be a teacher and teach in public schools. Like no, you treat people terribly and you shouldn't be there. So if I was in your shoes and I had the chance to file a complaint, you better believe I'm going to file that complaint. This lady needs to learn her lesson and change her tone of voice as well as her attitude towards possible clients coming in and out of their facility. They need care, they need love, they need understanding, and more importantly, they need at least somebody on their team. And if this is seriously how she would treat their potential clients, then in my opinion, she definitely needs to work somewhere else. I may be falling for a friend of mine that I have known for years and truly consider one of my best friends, and I honestly don't know what to do. I'm a 27-year-old female, and I have a close bud who's also 27 years old, who lives out of state. We've been friends for years through a group and a mutual hobby, but we have never had anything flirty between us. Life changes, we changed, and we're now more compatible. We had a friend trip recently, and he flirted with me. But since it was out of nowhere, and we were both kind of under the influence, I gently shut it down. He made it crystal clear that he thinks I'm hot and have a great personality, and that I would be a top contender for the hypothetical situation of if we're both single down the line, we should just get married. Since that trip, I have not been able to stop thinking about him and that night. Maybe it's a bit too much info to share, but desire has been off the charts, and I feel like I missed an opportunity that I would have enjoyed. Still, we are dear friends, and I want to tread lightly. I don't know where he is at, or if alcohol was a factor in his behavior, or anything like that. Feelings are also tied up in this, and although I know I would like to spend some quality time with him, if you know what I mean, I don't know what I would want moving forward. We live far apart, with no easy way to change that in the next few years. I also love this man, and I do not want to lose his friendship. There is a high chance that if we spend some quality time together, I will catch feelings. I don't know how he feels. I just know that he loves me as a friend, but we are also very different people emotionally. I also don't know that he is as concerned with the longevity of our relationship versus having immediate satisfaction. I'm having trouble with the wisest course of action. Our hobbies include overnights and shared sleeping accommodations, and I'm not going to avoid those. And as close as we are, and as much as I trust this guy, he's also a flirt, and he will approach women at bars. And I'm much more shy, to be honest. I don't want to toss our friendship over, over a night of quality time. This night also included vulnerability, a few tears, light cuddling, and affirming how much we really loved each other. We've been 
been through some real stuff together over the years, and there's a ton of trust and affection. What do I do now? He's visiting again in a few weeks. If anyone has been in a similar situation or has advice on how to get clarity on what I really should do, I'm honestly open to hearing it. I feel like I would have shut this down with any other guy friend, but I don't know if I'm just lonely and vulnerable right now or if this is really something that I want. What should I do? I think you really do have to just weigh the options, but I think from the outside looking in, it really looks like you guys already have a very high connection. Like you never know. It might be a situation worth pursuing to some degree. You can even try and take it slow. I mean, you're both old enough to know how to do that at this point, hopefully, and you can maybe articulate that you want to try and take this slow if he's interested. So in my opinion, I say just go for it. You never know unless you try, and if he really is as good of a friend as you're saying, then I'm sure he would be understanding, and he would still want to be just friends with you if he doesn't feel the same way. But nothing ventured, nothing gained. So you might as well try and make some kind of move while you have the chance. Because truly, who knows what could happen. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.